Alex Davis here. Thank you so much for joining me on the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast, where we are going to give a gospel defense against false beliefs. We are here so that we can defend the gospel of Christ. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University, and I'm having a blast and it is fun. So we are going to defend the faith together so that we might go and share the gospel. Join me. All right, guys, we are going to be tackling New Age again. I am really amped to be talking with you guys about the New Age movement again today. So I'm just going to talk about what the New Age is again so that we just have a form of reference to remember what this ideal religious movement within the 21st century is. So it has been moving across our world since the beginning of time, as you can see from Adam and Eve, them trying to do all their things and obtain a secret knowledge and eat the apple. But there are evidences of this spread all around us, guys. And this New Age movement is a belief system that promises to provide a secret wisdom concerning one's spiritual state. For those within this movement, the physical and spiritual worlds grow interrelated and interdependent. So guys, this new age movement that we are seeing around us today is indiv- pertains to each individual. They pick and choose differing practices and doctrines and possible things that they think might be best in order to gain their specific way to heaven. That's what it's all about, you know. And I, I do want to note that within this movement, it is very beneficial and very essential that you do talk to your new age friends who that might be in this movement and ask the practices and ask uh, their do- ask them of their doctrines of like what they believe, what they're doing, what they're perceiving, because not each person is following the same. And some are pluralistic meaning or universalistic. Both are a little bit different when it comes to their beliefs towards heaven. One is all paths lead to heaven. And the other is, well, this one path leads to heaven, but you don't even have to have a religious point of view. So there is a lot of different points of view within this movement. So last week I got to talk about chakras and yoga and karma and all those things that really do stem from Buddhism and Hinduism. But now I really want to be talking to you guys about manifestation and this like idea of law of attraction. So what I've definitely been seeing and noticing within this day and age and specifically within millennials, like I've I've seen Harry Styles talking about this. I've seen, you know, I just almost said Hannah Montana. I mean, Miley Cyrus talking about this and I've had friends very close friends that are talking to me about how they manifest their reality by writing down words of affirmation and speaking them out loud. And I do want to note that through manifesting one's reality or this ideal that people can create their reality through their mindset, their own thoughts, their own attitude, that they might prosper um, is dangerous, but let me tell you, guys, it does work. It works. And why does it work? Well, 
when it comes to this manifestation and creating one's reality, guys, where in scripture do we see this? Where in scripture do we see men and women chasing after God, creating their own reality? Like, I don't see how that lines up. I don't see anywhere where that lines up. Now, you could even go as far to say, well, how about in the Tower of Babel? You know, these men and women are coming together and trying to build this structure together so that they might reach God and be able to finally touch God and and create their own system where they might be gaining glory and that they might be gaining magnitude and recognition. We could say that that is a strange depiction of creating one's own reality. It might not be with one's own thoughts and, and attitude, but I mean, it could be with one's own actions. And that's what it is like living in the world today. The thing is, though, is that this idea has been happening since the Garden of Eden. And I fully kind of came to this uh, realization and understanding that this has been going on for a really long time. When I was reading this book, and it's basically a book that's all about how the Enneagram is not from God. It's a sensational book, and I recommend it to anyone and everyone. Though I think I want to talk about the Enneagram in our next episode, so I won't spill too much of the tea. (laughs) But this want and this desire to be like God has been happening and is a thing. We you can't train a baby to want to be selfish. You can't train a baby and a child to desire to have this idealistic life and have no pain and and want to want and have things to say be mine. Like you don't train a child to say mine, mine, mine. I've also been reading this book by Ali Stu Buckley, and she is literally a phenomenal human. And she's recently written this book called You're Not Enough. And it's just all about this idea that we are not enough in this toxic culture of believing that we are enough. And this is where manifestation comes from and where people want to create their own reality. So how do we combat these lies with our friends? How do we help them to realize that through using their own thoughts, using positive thinking, and creating their own reality and manifesting it is not of God? Well, we bring them to what Scripture says. Scripture says that we must trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not, lean not on our own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 5. It also says, Exodus 23, you shall not have other gods before me. Scripture says that we cannot manifest our own God by being this person to manifest our own reality, we are becoming our own God. This is a self-glorifying ideal. 
practice. This practice ignores the sovereignty of God. It is not trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts and leaning not on our understanding. It is leaning completely on our own understanding because then therefore we think we can create anything with our own understanding and our own head knowledge. Guys, we cannot fathom the wonders of God and the creations of God. But also scripture says in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. In 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. He will have his promises come to pass. We might not see things in this lifetime, but this lifetime is but a glimpse of the fullness of what we can receive and what we will be living in the fullness of eternity with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and our Lord God Almighty and the Holy Spirit. We get to live with them. This is a season of waiting. This is this time in earth, on the earth is our time of waiting. It is but a glimpse. And if we cannot trust God with all of our heart's desires and all of our personhood right now in this moment, we cannot say that we are a follower of Christ. And these new agers are deceived. They are hurting and they want instant, instant results. And we cannot live like that. God is not a genie. All right, guys, <laughs> that was a good amount of info in a short period of time. I really enjoy talking about this topic. I know we could go a lot deeper than what we did today, but please feel free to shoot me any questions you might have. My email and all the things are below in the info, so feel free to reach out. I would love to chat with you further upon how we can evangelize and how we can defend the faith when it comes to the New Age movement. Love you. See you next week.